This is going to be such a fun episode. I'm so happy that you're here to join me on this episode. If you know me, one of my favorite things is talking about travel and personal finance. So this episode is going to merge those two things together. Welcome to the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, and I have been living on the road, traveling full-time for the last six years now. My background is that I am originally from Canada. Years back, I moved to China, ended up living there for four years, left, started a business online, traveled the world, now running a thriving business. That is the very short form of my story, a little bit of an intro about who I am. If you want to hear my full story, then go to the first few episodes where I talk in great detail about my story and how I got to where I am today. So today's episode, as promised, is going to be probably one of my favorite solo episodes to record. If you follow me on Instagram and go check me out there at Nomadniques, I have posted a lot of this content in Reels. So if you want to see this in short form, head over to my Instagram. But if you really want the breakdown and my thoughts and opinions on my finances for 2022, stick around. This episode is going to be where it's at. So I am just going to start right out by coming out with my finances for 2022. Now, as a little bit of a background, I track absolutely everything. So I have a tracker, which is for sale in my link in bio. Check out my Instagram and head there to check that out. I use this religiously. I am in this tracker. It feels like 24-7 a day. Anytime I purchase something or anytime I have money coming in, it goes into this tracker. So what I track are my personal and business expenses. So two categories and my personal and business income. So four categories in total. Anytime I make any sort of a purchase, it goes into my tracker. And anytime that I have money coming in, it's usually coming into my business. It also goes into my tracker. So this is really where I have my hub of my finances and my life and everything is in this tracker. So after totaling how much I spent, in 2022, it was a shockingly low number. I'm going to give you that number in a second. And I'm going to tell you some tips on how you can keep your budget and your traveling expenses low so that you can travel the world. So in 2022, after inputting literally every single, even like a bottle of water, I would put it in my tracker. I make sure a tip is to make sure that your tracker is all in one currency. Of course, if you're traveling, you're not going to be spending in one currency, but convert it all back to one default currency. Um, So my total travel expenses for 2022, and these are personal expenses. This is all personal. This is not anything to do with my business, but personal entailed travel, Airbnbs, hotels, flights, um, even things like shopping for clothes, maybe going to the pharmacy, mailing a package, like literally everything cost me. First, we're going to do it in US dollars, $14,532. US dollars to travel the world in 2022. Like what? This is crazy. And stick around because I am going to be giving you some tips on how I kept it this low. Um, And then in Canadian dollars, which is what my tracker, the currency my tracker is in, 
it is $19,737, which is just like so mind-blowing. I know for a fact that I could not live in any Western city, especially in Canada or the States, for that amount of money. But there are quite a few tips and tricks that I have learned along the way in my six years of traveling and being nomadic that have helped me keep my costs pretty low. And I do want to say that these costs are low, but these costs are not by any means me not living a life that I want. If I wanted to eat out, I would go eat out. If I wanted to order delivery, I would order delivery. If I wanted to stay in a nicer hotel, we would stay in a nicer hotel. So it really is just about being smart with your money. I don't spend my money frivolously, um, whatever that word is. I, you know, I don't buy super expensive clothes. I live out of a suitcase. So travel hack right there. I cannot buy too much. You know, usually when I buy one or two pieces of clothing, my immediate thought is, okay, well, I guess I'm getting rid of one or two pieces of clothing because it literally just won't fit in my suitcase. So that is also important to keep in mind if you want to keep your costs low you can live out of a suitcase or two or a backpack um but like i said i don't spend my money on crazy things that are super expensive or like insanely gourmet meals all of the time or anything like that i do even if i i always say if i had a million dollars i wouldn't want to spend it you know like i like saving i like investing i like doing all of these things and i don't want all of my money to be spent you know in one or two years of my life so i like to save it so that is my mentality i think that mentality to start out is really important if you do want to travel the world and still save money and still make money and still um you know have a little bit of a budget i think the first step it really comes down to is what is your mentality all right so getting into my tips and tricks and hacks on how i travel the world for such a low cost now the first one i've already mentioned but it is extremely key like number one most important aside from the mindset you need a tracker. If you trust me, if you decide you're going to keep all of your receipts or do some other crazy method for an entire year, that's just not going to work out, especially if you're living a nomadic lifestyle, then you are not going to, I hate having paper everywhere. I have one notebook and even that is sometimes too much for me to deal with. Um, trust me, you are not going to want to have receipts and little papers and everything lying around. So everything is online these days, digitalize it, you know, maybe have it all on your debit card or your credit card it'll be there in your local currency which is nice and you don't need to worry about having all these little papers and receipts around so have a tracker input everything in the tracker my tracker if you would like to purchase it is a google sheet so i also have the google sheets app on my phone which is really nice because i can do it on the go if i forget an expense and then usually every time i turn on my computer i will then add in all of my expenses for that day or the day previous or whatever it may be. So that is the first thing that you will need. Um, very inexpensive, but definitely get a tracker. I use my one tracker to track literally everything, business, personal income expenses, all of it. I don't make it too complicated. I don't like things to be overcomplicated. So I just keep it simple. All right. So the second hack I have for you is one that's really common sense but i think a lot of the times it can be overlooked and that is sharing your accommodation such a true travel hack but if you want to pay 50 percent of what the accommodation cost says it's going to be 
invite a friend, bring your partner, find a travel buddy, you know, travel with somebody and or if you want with multiple people and share your accommodation costs. Such a good travel hack that I think is really overlooked if somebody is like wanting to visit somewhere really bad or has a dream vacation, but it's just too expensive. Invite someone else along, make a plan with that person. You know, you can make fun itineraries for different days, things you want to check out. And then a lot of the costs you will be sharing, especially accommodation. Um, so that is something to always keep in mind. I know it's not something that is necessarily super feasible for every single trip, but if you have friends who like to travel or a partner, bring them along for a trip or two, save some costs on accommodation. So the next travel hack I have for you is splitting your time. So what is splitting your time? Splitting your time is spending some time between countries that have a more inexpensive cost of living and between countries that have a little bit of a higher cost of living. So an example of this can be maybe spending your time in a country we were just in, Bosnia and Herzegovina, in Serbia, in Turkey, all extremely, extremely inexpensive countries. Um very, very shockingly inexpensive in some cases, which was great. I am not complaining. Um, And then spending some time because you do balance out that more inexpensive country, you can spend a little bit more time in a more expensive country. Maybe if you want to go to your home, if you're from a Western country, or if you want to go to visit Australia, or if you want to go to London or Paris or something that's a little bit pricier, So really balancing your time and planning out where it is that you're going to be traveling to in the next coming months or where your next trips or vacations may be so that you can have a nice little balance in your bank account and not everything is going to be a super crazy expensive pricey city or town. There are really, trust me, some beautiful, beautiful sights to see and countries, cities, people, food to eat, beaches, and they are not nearly as expensive as it might be too if you're living in a Western country to go to the next town over to go to the beautiful beach in the summertime. Trust me, I'm from Canada. I know the feels. So the next one I have to talk about is food and food when traveling is one of my favorite topics. Um, So I'm just going to get right into it. Now, food is something we all have to have, of course, but for me, and I have always hated cooking and I do still to this day, probably always will, maybe not hate, hate might be a bit of a strong of a word, but I do not enjoy cooking. It is not something that's fun for me. And it's really for me just a waste of time. My my mentality when cooking is always, I could be growing my business. I could be doing client work. I could be doing so many other things. Most of them are on my computer. Yes, I could be doing so many other things when instead I have to maybe go to the grocery store first um, or get delivery, which both of those are spending more money. Um, sometimes I usually end up spending more than I would on a delivery app, honestly, just on the groceries. And then I have to prep, I have to cook, I have to eat it, which takes time. I have to do the dishes afterwards. So it's just like this very long process that I have, first of all, never enjoyed. But then I guess because I've never enjoyed it, I just kind of see it as a waste of time. This is my mentality. 
And it's really interesting as a side note, I will tell you, I was watching Alex Hermosi. If you know him, he is just like, oh my gosh, the things that he says in his YouTube videos and his Instagram, I am just like, how do you, how do you think of this things? Like what type of life experience have you had that you now have all of this knowledge? It is so interesting to listen to him speak and his wife, but I was watching one of his YouTube videos recently and he was talking about how it doesn't make sense for him who, you know, he earns like a billion dollars a year. It doesn't make sense for him to use his time cooking, but he said, if you are making more than $15 per hour, it likely doesn't make sense for you to spend your time cooking either, which to me made complete sense. I guess it might have something to do with the fact that I don't enjoy cooking. It's just not fun for me. It never has been, but I really have always just viewed it as a waste of time when I have so many other things to do that are more income generating than cooking. So that is my view on cooking. Hot take. Um, probably I'll always feel like that. I've always felt like that. And I love that he mentioned it and just kind of validated me a little bit in his YouTube video. Um, but I totally understood where he was coming from. So for me, what I usually do, because a lot of the time we are in more inexpensive countries, especially when comparing to, you know, my home country of Canada, it's quite a bit more inexpensive to travel to most countries. So I like to order delivery or go outside quickly for to grab some street food or at a nearby local restaurant on the street or something like that. Um, for me, you know, sometimes if I do go out, maybe for a quick little break for an hour to a restaurant or grab some street food, that's a nice break from my computer. That gives me time to be social, to reflect, to enjoy, to talk to my partner, like whatever it may be, or just to walk down the street and experience the local culture. So in that aspect, going out, I find has a benefit and also delivery food definitely has a benefit if I order on one of the apps because I am saving all the time of cooking while they are transporting it to me. I'm working. So literally every second except the actual eating of the food for me is a lot better for my time management and my income generating potential. Now, the only downfall that I see of the delivery is that a lot of the times it's not very environmentally sustainable materials and packaging that the food comes in. Unfortunately, a lot of countries that we have visited where the food is cheaper and less expensive, they usually are not very conscious of the environment. I have found in quite a few countries that we have visited, a lot of them, if not almost all of them, don't have recycling programs. So it can be a little bit difficult to know that I'm in contributing to waste and to environmental waste by ordering delivery food. So for me, that is kind of the only downfall that I have personally found with ordering delivery food. But in terms of my business and generating income, time management, um, anything except cooking, quite honestly, is where it is at for me. But I will say I do like to cook sometimes, especially a lot of the time we try to have a kitchen where we live in our Airbnb or in our hotel so that I can, you know, maybe have oatmeal for breakfast or make some eggs or like something very simple like that where it's not super time consuming. You can easily just buy it at the grocery store. Every country has, you know, like eggs and oatmeal and milk, soy milk. I love smoothies. If there's a blender, there usually isn't. Um, but yeah, sometimes I like to eat healthy. I know that the delivery and the restaurants are not always the healthiest. So sometimes, you know, like just having a quick snack or a quick bite is great if we do have a kitchen available. 
So that's my hot take on food. Let me know what you think. Head to my Instagram at nomadniques. If you have any comments on food, feel free to DM me. I would love to chat. I have so much to say when it comes to food and traveling. Okay, so second to last travel hack to save money is discovering regions that are nearby to where you currently are. So an example of this, like I mentioned earlier, my partner and I, we were in Eastern Europe at the the mid, well, actually, honestly, a lot of, I was going to say the mid of last year, but a lot of 2022 because we were in Turkey and then we realized, you know, there are so many beautiful places that we could easily travel to by bus or plane, like a very short plane ride or bus ride we could travel to from here. So we ended up doing Turkey, Romania, Serbia, um, Montenegro, Bosnia, like so many just beautiful countries that again are quite inexpensive for a lot of things and it wasn't a a crazy travel cost because we weren't flying all over the world. We were taking short flights, we were taking buses or trains, so it really made it a lot easier to save a little bit of money on our transport costs because we were staying in one area that was so beautiful and so much to see there and it was truly such an eye-opening experience if you're in that part of the world i would highly recommend to do the whole balkans area it's so beautiful but it's helped us save on costs and we didn't even mean for it to help us save on costs but in the long term it did because we didn't have expensive flights or anything like that the one thing i will say with this is baggage costs can be pretty pricey um especially if it's like a short flight they will probably make you pay more for your baggage if you have a checked bag which i do um so that is a little bit of an additional cost not like it's a crazy cost but that is something a little bit more additional to think about um it's a checked bag if you can live out of a backpack do it trust me so much easier okay my last tip for you is a tip a travel hack that i am so obsessed with we probably i would say every capital at least the capital of every new country we visit we do a free walking tour so there are so many websites i think there's like freewalkingtours.com or something if you just google it it'll pop up so many free walking tours it's not free because you do tip them but the service that they provide is amazing they are usually locals of course they speak the language they know all the best places for food for history for culture it's usually about two hours most walking tours so it is definitely not you know your short little rinky dink walking tour these are good quality walking tours with people who truly know the history and the town so if you have any questions then you can ask them that's your place to go to and ask them um and we like doing this because a lot of the places that we go to well actually all of them since we're not from these countries we don't know that much about the history and what happened here and even you know food and where to meet people like you can ask these tour guides literally anything so we like to do this as an option because we get to know the city more we get to know the history and then afterwards when we're done the walking tour maybe the next day or a few days later we're walking around the city Though you see the city in a completely different light because you actually know like, oh, this person died here. This happened here. This building signifies this. Like you actually know what is happening behind the scenes of the city and what 
history you're walking through when you walk through the city. So it really gives you another perspective of the city. And that's why, like I said, every single capital and even sometimes every city that we visit in a country, we will always do a free walking tour. It is so worth the while. You tip them maybe like $10. They're very grateful. And like you get to meet somebody who's actually just a cool person who wants you to connect more with their city because they're so in love with their city and they want you to feel the same. So if you've never done it before, absolutely do a free walking tour. I guarantee you're going to fall in love. You meet really cool people on the tour as well, and you connect with them from all over the world. So highly, highly recommend. So those have been my travel hacks, travel tips, and my income for, sorry, my expenses, not my income, my expenses for 2022. If you have any questions, comment, or if you were just as shocked as I was, quite honestly, about my expenses, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at nomadniques. Let's have a conversation there. Feel free to ask me any questions you have there, and I cannot wait to hear from you there. Thank you for joining us today on the Work, Wealth, and Travel podcast, and I will see you next time.